Yes, Christmas is coming to big finish. I don't know quite how to react to that and all this strange music. Um, But first of all, perhaps, yes, since it's that time of year, we should um, revisit a competition. No, not the competition music. And this is what happened last week when two of our competition winners met up with the Big Finish team in an undisclosed location somewhere in London. Uh, And can I first of all start with you? You have to say who you are and what you're doing here. Um, my name is Tony Cross, and I've been kidnapped by the people who run Big Finish. <laughs> and you, sir? I'm Simon Stevenson, and I'm being held against my will in a coffee shop in London. <laughs> uh, we're Simon, we? really well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They've got exotic drinks requirements for people who have been kidnapped, haven't they? Yes, they have. Well, a, what is it he's drinking? It's a maki naki naki yato. And so, yeah, that was the voice of David Richardson. Hello. Unfortunately, the body of David Richardson isn't here. He's just a disembodied voice. It's um, but all, we have all of Paul Sprague. Hello, Paul. Hello. Did, did you walk up to the counter and actually order it like that? Can you say, oh, can I have a makiyaki And they just went, yeah, all right. <laughs> well, the four, fourth person to ask for that today. I think we've got it. Tea with a bit of froth on top. <laughs> He seems, he seems to have fallen for it anyway. Yeah. So, um, Simon, tell us uh, something interesting. Um, how long have you been listening to Big Finish? Uh, about six years. Six years, yeah. I've been listening to Big Finish since 1999. Yeah. Do you have any particular favourites of the ranges or the releases? I prefer the Companion Chronicles. Um, I just, I <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I like the way you use the first Doctor and the second Doctor because I'm sort of fond of the first Doctor. Brilliant. Well, what about yourself, Tony? Um, well, I've been listening to Big Fish on and off for quite a long time. I've so long, in fact, that I started off on cassette. Um, with uh, Sirens of Time um, and then in terms of what I think is great I, I really like I was raving about this earlier The Natural History of Fear which I think is an amazing piece not just of Big Finish but of Doctor Who in general and I've raved about that a lot um, and also though I pretty much like most of the stuff the Caprani Chronicles are excellent and the last couple the, have been amazing the last post was was superb um, I mean, you must have been broke after this bribe <laughs> Don't tell me. I've just bought. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, big Finnish fan, which is why I'm reasonably happy to be kidnapped by them. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you think this is a, a reasonable competition prize? Then I mean, David just cooked it up before yeah. uh, before a podcast. Yeah. It's a very odd prize. <laughs> um, well, it's nice because it is nice to meet people that do things that you you like, and so you can actually tell them to your face that you like what they do. Um, but it, yeah, it's slightly strange. Tony, can I ask? Prize. You, is Paul Sprague a huge disappointment? Because he is to us. <laughs> He's a lot smaller in real life. <laughs> He's a lot smaller, smaller than what? what? Smaller than what? <laughs> He's, he's like one of those Doctor Who action figures, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite, quite bizarre, actually. Um, I was expecting somebody of, of, 
you mean? I was, I was, I was expecting somebody of so I was expecting somebody of of genuine human size, and <laughs> <laughs> instead it's an action figure. Right? It's bizarre. <laughs> well, he'll fit right in. <laughs> That's, uh, there's no pressure, obviously, Simon, but is there anything that you've been burning to ask us or say to us? Apart from, can I have a cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gone all shy. I'm after a job. And, uh, he's after a job. He's at drama school. He was studying drama, oh. so, you know. You'd have to send us in an uh, 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 example of Nick, Nick, how about if we got rid of Paul Sprague? Yes. And then we could... Yeah, Simon is. Yeah. 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 Oh, hold on. Oh, Paul can oh, hear us. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, this table's only really small. <laughs> yes, I can barely see over it, apparently. <laughs> well, you're still in your plastic packaging, aren't you? Yeah, the it's Paul Sprague action. Paul Sprague couldn't make it, he sent his action figure instead. <laughs> That's what happened. Or the master's been at him with the tissue compression eliminator. <laughs> I would love to have an action figure, wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, yeah. Where's your action figure? You've been in your voice has an action figure. I remember reading Tom Baker said once that everybody in the whole of humanity would have been much better off if, when you came home from work at the end of the day, everybody came out onto the street and applauded you. Um, <laughs> I actually think, I actually think equally, the, the world would be a better place if everybody had their own action figure. Yeah, it's almost the same thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, we are, in fact, missing one person, aren't we? Johnny Morris. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell if he was here anyway, would you? He's very quiet. He's a bit like Bob, isn't he? Bo- Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob's here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to see you checking my mobile phone. Yeah, he's probably walked in and we're around the corner in this particular um, popular no, coffee. No, he, he won't do that because he did that the other day. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My, exa- my, my experience of his scripts is that he always makes the same mistake twice. <laughs> so, have you got any burning questions? Simon's, he's, apart from give us a job, that's what we have from Simon. <laughs> yeah, um, if you talk for long enough, Simon will come up with something. <laughs> um, I, 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 would, I was going to ask a question about Quatermass that I asked you on... Um, Twitter about well, what is well, that was you. That was me. Right. I asked about Merlin. What you up? I asked about Merlin. Oh, oh Merlin. Merlin. And we instantly employed Mordred. <laughs> I got favourite. So <laughs> that led to deep speculation. Oh, Merlin, there's a thing. That might be, that might not be a bad idea, Merlin. I mean, the thing is with Merlin, well, they have just cancelled it. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's come to an end. I'll do a spin-off Marjorie series. I mean, the thing about Merlin is, of course, that it is actually a non-copyright concept, but they, the way they've skewed it, so it'd be odd to pay. If you just incidentally employed the same actors yeah. and had a series called King Arthur and his Knights of Round Devils. I mean, the thing is that just because something's popular, it doesn't necessarily translate into people wanting to listen to an audio series of it. That's always the... Tumblr would disagree. <laughs> well, we've been told. Um, right, um, because Quite so to Us strikes me. Quite to strikes me as an ideal big finish. Yes. Adam Adam product. Adam Adam and Simon. Yeah, Simon. everyone asks. Yeah. I don't. I can't see Adam Adam and being that popular. Can you? Mm, no, I don't know. We don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Probably to do a trial one, we'd have to go through all the whole night rights negotiation, and it's quite a long process, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And Quatermass, 
And Quatermass is uh, uh, tied to a film company, isn't uh, it? To yeah. Warner's. Somebody was saying, yeah, or uh, Hammer are involved. Yes, that's right. I heard a rumour that Hammer are making a TV series or planning on. Well, I'm surprised it's been left alone for as long as it has, because it seems to me that, in, especially when everybody else was like remaking lots of other things, it strikes me as a. I know there are kind of. You, you, you have to be careful not to make too many similarities with Doctor Who, because it is. Although it's not, their character's not an alien, there's a certain similarity. The live action one. Sorry. They did that live action one. Where oh, the David Tennant one, yeah. And there's a oh, yeah. line, good to see you again, Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I actually went up for an audition for that live one. Yeah. Because I was sitting with David Tennant in a, a bar when someone, when a casting director came up and said, Oh, we'd love to get you in to be in this Quatermass thing we're doing. And David did the really big me up and said, Oh, um, my friend Nick Briggs here, he's the voice of the Daleks, he's an actor, he'd love to be in Quatermass. And they went, Oh, no, no, we'll see you too. But they clearly only saw me to appease David's wish. I mean, the, the audition went like this, they just went, So, uh, who would you like to play? I said, I don't know, Quatermass. <laughs> And they went, ha, 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 ha. Um, and what else? And I said, well, any of the other parts. I mean, what would you like? You know, and, they, and there was a script sitting next to me, and they didn't even ask me to read. And after about 10 minutes of just tolerating me talking rubbish, they went, thanks very much. Then. So, 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Give actually, our regards to David. Yeah. They, they just clearly got me in so that so I could say to David. I want to be the tentacle monster at the end going, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah, yeah I want to be the arm of the, you know, when they go, I'm quite anyway. surprised that you missed your opportunity there to, to uh, go, oh, that's, that's very kind of you, but would you, would you not be more interested in David Tennant here? He's quite famous. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't with me at that point. This was at the audition. They'd already asked him. I, think, I don't you, think you've you, paid attention you, to you my story at all. You didn't try and um, ratchet the Daleks or the Cybermen in there in some respect. <laughs> I could do a very good Dalek voice. <laughs> I think that was the main thing they were thinking. You can do a good Dalek voice. Why are you here for this Quatermass audition? <laughs> Quatermass and the Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, any other questions, Tim? Um, don't feel any pressure. You don't have to ask a question. Yeah, Simon must enjoy have come up with something. Yeah. Have you come up with anything yet? I may series to Confessions of Dorian Gray. Uh, we don't know yet. You've got to look at the sales. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I'm looking forward to Ghost Christmas Past. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I've recorded that, the, uh, the Sherlock Holmes one. Yes. I've got a question. We'll be back with you in a moment, Tony. Um, He's writing an essay. Where's your script that was due today? It's not due today, is it? Oh, uh, I'll go finish it tomorrow. That's a very good answer. Well <laughs> I've been a bit busy. Okay, back to Tony. Um, it's, it's very difficult to think of questions when confronted by somebody with a... Strange device. Tra- tra- very strange device. Um, but I like that you did a train impression in an attempt to make us feel like we were in the office. Yeah, it's good. Okay, while you're thinking about it, Paul Sprague will entertain us. Uh, will he? Oh, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pleased to be awake. <laughs> Having recently come back from Chicago. Paul Sprague, I understand you were feeling the love in Chicago. You had a fan following, I understand. Yes. yes Who was this? I, I, I was going to say, I was, I, I've got rid of him now, so it's fine. Uh, I, I just can't understand it. It's weird. It's, I, I, don't, I don't believe my own hype at all, because I don't think I've got any... You're absolutely right. <laughs> so, what are these so, followers called? Are they called the Spragovians or the <laughs> the Spragonites? Spragonites. I, I'm hoping they don't have a name. Right. 
they are. Say. We, I know them Spreggish. as the nameless ones. Yeah, yeah. 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 and they walk around, sort of humming yeah. to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> But we had a good time, didn't we? At yeah, Chicago it, was, it was really lovely. We were very, very welcomed. There were uh, a lo- lovely bunch of guests there. Lovely bunch of guys. Nice. Went, and went, girls. Went out, yeah, went out with them in the evening. Lovely bunch of chaps. Yeah. And chat passes. Oh, yeah. I went to. You, you weren't invited, but you were. I think. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, well, was he not in the A set? to avoid him. Um, what? Was, it? was he excluded from the A set? Yeah, yeah. He was in the D set. No, there were various circumstances that prevented it, but well, I, I, but mainly. I went. What? But mainly. <laughs> <laughs> I went, went into Chicago with Sylvester McCoy and uh, Angeline Mahindra from uh, Sarah Jane Adventures and Lisa Greenwood and Phil Olivier and someone else from the Sarah Jane Adventures who wasn't an attractive young lady so I can't Paul remember Davis. is that his name yes yes I remember yes the, the trickster yeah. or something he's called yeah that's right who else Amy Pemberton Amy Pemberton yes what's her name Sally oh, Sally Morgan she plays Sally yes oh the other characters um, that one I can't remember <laughs> the name of yes okay, he was well this good in Chicago that's why they keep inviting him back yeah oh, brilliant yeah <laughs> Uh, and we went into the House of Blues in Chicago. Can I just point out that I, I was invited, oh. but, but my girlfriend was unfortunately exploring Chicago that day. That was but, the reason I didn't want to go into. Yeah. But carry on though, explain and, it in full. Well, that, that's that's about it. By the time she got back, we would have had to have left, so she got back too late for us to then get back out again. We had a lovely evening meal, just the two of us. It was nice. Without you. Yeah. Well, anyway, we had fun with Sylvester tuned out now. <laughs> And he, uh, Sylvester got up and danced, used his walking stick as a trombone and a guitar. He's got some groovy moves. I, uh, I, I think Sylvester McCoy is, um, having seen him in, in, in the little bit you get to see him in the Hobbit trailer, I am looking forward immensely to seeing that now. I wasn't that bothered, but I'm more about interested in seeing what Sylvester does with a part that wasn't very big in the books, but I think he's going to be bigger in the films. Of course, what you have to do, you, this one thing you've forgotten is that because this is a podcast, you can't say looking forward, you have to say looking forward. 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 <laughs> Isn't that right, Paul? Yes, that's absolutely correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you come up with a question I yet? do actually have oh, a question. Um, I know, that, as far as I understand it, the Big, the big Machine can do Doctor Who classic Who yes. only. Yes. Yeah. Um, but maybe a couple of years down the line... When I was writing my, my article about Christopher Eccleston, I realised that he's kind of almost, the, of all of the Doctors, he's the one with the least kind of hinterland of, of material. Like, and I was wondering whether you might try, perhaps, maybe, depending on obviously Christopher's thing and the BBC's other, to, to try and book the ninth Doctor for some of I think it's more likely that, you know, because we're doing a co-production with Audio Go next year, The the Destiny of the Doctors, which will be available through Big Finish, won't it? It certainly will, yes. Um, That, you know, if if we're more likely to do uh, new series Doctors like that as a co-production, that's... We can, see, we can see that that could be a possibility yeah. in the future. I mean, I, I can't promise anything at this stage, but you know, we would hope to do that. And who knows what, what Chris's attitude might be to coming back to the show. Yeah, well, yet. he might be happier to do audio stuff yeah. than he would be to do the TV stuff. We don't know, obviously. No, we don't know. Um, the lunches are very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Christopher. Yeah. He's not a big eater, um, but no, he likes a bit of quality food. So uh, I think I think I think we can guarantee that he's now doing them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, any more questions? You're great on audio, you. He just does. He just makes strange expressions. It's very expressive. If, if only you could be here to see Simon expressing himself physically in in this coffee bar. <laughs> yeah, he's just, to be yeah. fair, he's got more to say for himself than Johnny Morris has. Yeah, Johnny Morris. Yeah. Johnny Morris in the car, who's nothing. Yeah, he's literally not here. Have, have, you reached, have you reached the point yet where you have to pretend to be a tree? No. I had to pretend to be a coach driver in, in a drama production I did at university where we were at street theatre. That was the most embarrassing ten minutes of my entire life, up until this podcast, possibly. <laughs> I was an owl once, Wait, yeah. as a child, and all I had to say between the, each act was twitteroo. And one of the acts I forgot to say twitteroo, and halfway through one of the acts I just went, I forgot my line! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just pointed at me. <laughs> That is what will happen in the profession too. <laughs> that happens to me every performance I do. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say you said to woo twit. Well it's it's rapidly approaching the, the end of this quite noisy in terms of background noise podcast. Has anyone else got anything to add before I switch this off and dub some music on? Should we leave them with a clip? Yes. What, what should we have? Well, answers to everything. Um, how about a clip from 1001 Nights? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, it's goodbye from us all here. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, 1001 Nights. Imagine an ordinary house in an ordinary street. A woman named Elizabeth Spinnaker lives here, almost alone, because there's something in this house, you see. Something that turns men's blood to water. No need to be quite so persistent with the bell, sir. I'm terribly sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but time is rather of the essence. We had no choice but to restrain her. Hello there. Sorry to intrude. Greetings, Time Lord. So you dare at last to face me. Here now, oh vile creature. I cast thee out from the body of the innocent. I fling thee back into the abyss from whence thee came. Enough. I call that a poor ending indeed. Have patience, O Sultan. This doctor does hunt demons. Yes. And uses magical enchantments to... The doctor escaped. He always escapes. Not... From my dungeons. Ha! Stone walls do not a prison make now. And what is the meaning of this intrusion? Ah. God! Help! There's a criminal here in my room! Help! You have so many stories about this doctor. So many things I still need to know about. Come. Let go of me. Perhaps we can both walk in its gardens again after I have found my TARDIS. Your TARDIS? What do you mean, your TARDIS? Who's next? Ah, yes. What's your poison, sir? Uh, two juices, please. There you go. Two ramble juices. Thank you. Uh, uh, how much do I owe you? Any tale you like. You mean a story? Best price you'll find in these ear parts. We love stories. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. I won't be doing this.
It's a bit of a stop breast situation with the podcast here because Johnny Morris has suddenly turned up. Johnny, what is it you're ordering? Hello. What are you ordering from David Richardson? Coffee. Um, strong. I like it like my woman. Might be cutting that bit. Would anybody else like a drink? I don't know, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? No. Um, so, Johnny, uh, why are you so late? I'm so late because um, uh, one of your script editors said, um, God, there's a problem with one of your scripts, it's not quite funny enough. <laughs> so I've written some funny scenes for you. Yeah. Uh, you've got about three hours to rewrite them again. <laughs> so I, 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 this morning I was rewriting those scenes, making them funny in my in my particular style rather than in yeah, we, do, we do expect laughs from you so that, that was a last minute extra little bit so that's why I'm late okay well I don't know what to do it's all over really and he's here we should, we should just get up and leave him really David already has yeah <laughs> so I mean don't hold your breath but uh, have either of you got any questions for Johnny or Tony you wrote Max, Max Warp didn't you a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so, no, don't blame me for it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just uh, that was the one I've got to in my in my eighth doctor. Listen to it was the last one I listened to, and I, I, I just wanted to say I thoroughly enjoyed it. And as I said, it's a chance to when you actually get to meet someone, it's a chance to say to your face that I actually enjoyed something rather than. That's really lovely to hear. I, I don't know quite. I, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> you could as an intellectual exercise. Yeah, just, it's, it's, it's really difficult in that situation to go. So, what, your, what were your favourite bits of my writing? <laughs> Where was I best? Yeah, I particularly like the absolute. I particularly like the line he stole from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I thought that was super. Which one? There was some four or five little references that you write those little in jokes, and when you hit you go, "Wow, that came! That's really big, isn't it? That's huge." What was that? Oh, I think I mentioned. Seriously, how well I can remember my script. I think it mentions a Laszlo Miracon custom job ship, which is the. Um, in the car the park rock in group. Crystal Hill. He's uh, the rock group whose spaceship they steal. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, right, yeah. yeah I, I didn't spot that, and I'm a big hitchhiker. Well, I just I just wrote it in as because when you have tannoy stuff going on in the background, <coughs> and many years ago I was told off by Gary Osler going, if there's anything going on in the background, you have to write it all out in the script. You can't That's expect right. actors to improvise. So, so I wrote all this in. Expecting you wouldn't hear it, it would just be like little sort of snippets. But it comes across quite big. That wasn't the one that had uh, alien karaoke. In. It did, yeah. You had to cut a little bit or something. Well, yeah, because we. <laughs> it's we, extras, isn't it? Yeah, because. Yeah, when I was listening to it, this Sunday, this because I, I was listening to it on the tube, I, I wasn't really looking at the track list. So it got to the end, got the DVD extra, and then suddenly this weird. <laughs> I was thinking, what the hell is that? It's like, I can't listen to either of those. There's Barney and me doing them, and then they sampled them and used them. There, there's a line cut from that, I'm sure, because I have the alien introducing going, "This is my darling Angela." Which was possibly even too silly, I don't know. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I can't listen to the karaoke bits without really laughing self-indulgently because one of them is me. But it's just so utterly bonkers. Yeah, I just like the fact that it's, it is very silly, silly, and it's quite. And I like the fact that it's kind of um, it kind. It's funny, and there's a, a nice. Um, 
Agatha Christie thing going on as well and the, do- and the doctor stroke Paul McGann seems to be enjoying himself immensely doing it as well yeah. which is quite uh, Johnny you look so confused you're a bit worried that something's going to be mentioned that you don't remember you're kind of no, ser- seriously yeah. trying to remember oh what is it well, no, I think that was one of the first ones I did I'd had a break for about seven years and I came back and did a Lala War thing That's and right. I think this was the first well maybe I, Thomas Brewster was around then as well I think it was one of the first things I did for a long time so I'd had seven, eight, I'd, I'd had a long period of six years ago. I wish I was doing a big finish. And so when I got the chance to do it, I sort of went for it. Going, this is going to be the funniest, tightly plotted murder mystery with with, with um, Top Gear as well. Yeah, yeah. So, it was great. I really oh, we were so it. glad he, li- he lived, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that was uh, Richard Hammond was in a terrible accident, wasn't he? And we Which got... inspired the story. Yeah, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure when I was listening to it, because I, I was whether the accident had happened beforehand, or more weirdly, that then Richard Hammond had a terrible accident after you'd written the story. Did it inspire the story? Or what? <laughs> well, it did, because I, I, I didn't You're think... that's it. <laughs> well, no, because he was, he was fine afterwards, and they, they were making very, very sick jokes about it on Top Gear afterwards. So there, there is no sort of sense of... Oh no, someone's going to be massively offended. I thought you'd written it and then the accident had happened. That that's my, that's that my would, that, recollection. That would be quite weird and scary though, wouldn't it? Not, not, that would be weird and scary, but it's actually, it was just, I, was, I, I saw it on the news and started laughing hysterically. I thought you <laughs> controlled the universe. That's what I thought, Johnny, which is why you're writing a lot more scripts now. You better give him more scripts because he controls the universe. Well, what, what does happen is I write things in scripts and then weirdly they turn up on telly so I can't do them anymore. Right? <laughs> that happens yeah. a lot. So. Yeah, we know about that. Sometimes we write things in scripts and they turn up on telly anyway. (laughs) Any questions? Simon's doing more mime. Yeah. So that's brilliant. What was that? A duck balancing on an orange. That's amazing. Thank you, Simon. Well, um, are there are there any any of Johnny's stories that you just want to randomly praise? Yeah, it doesn't. Or, or no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's the only reason. I, that's the only reason I won the. I, I deliberately only wanted to win the competition on the off chance that Johnny would be here so I could praise. <laughs> that's very sensible. Yeah. I, I believe that's, that as well. That's, that's incredible right. planning. Well, that with, is, with Johnny planning. controlling the universe, yeah, exactly. that's bound to happen. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Well, anyway, there we are. That was our little uh, end piece that probably lasted longer than the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. And just before we go, I'm here to tell you that from Monday, December the 17th, we're going to be running five daily Christmas podcasts with all sorts of special guests. And we'll probably be eating turkey and stuff, stuffing things. So there you go. Remember, Christmas podcasts are on the way. (laughs) 